Objection? Well, hello everybody out there in listening world. It's me, Hardright, a.k.a. Logan. And today I'm going to be talking about the Phoenix Wright series, a.k.a. the Ace Attorney series, if I'm not going to be uh, super American xenophobic. So, <laughs> woo, starting out strong, aren't we? Okay, so, uh, uh, first of all, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this is, uh, I'm going to try to make this a weekly thing. But uh, I apologize if I don't. Um, so uh, first of all, if you like this show, if you if this is your first time tuning in, uh, thanks for coming in and staying a while. And uh, if you like it, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if this is your uh, second or third time or fourth or whatever time coming in, then uh, thanks for stopping by again and. Again, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so to talk about Phoenix Wright a little bit, uh, my general thoughts. That's the that's the first section of the of the episode. So of every episode, actually. So uh, to talk about the video game series Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney uh, is a video game series made by Capcom, and it was made for the. Game Boy Advance, I believe, in Japan, but then it was ported over to the DS in America. It was very much localized. Uh, it w- they were given uh, English names, and um, they it was it was localized as in like it was made to take place in California, and uh, so um, it's it's a fairly popular series. It's not super popular, but I would say it's like one of Capcom's. Uh, treasures it's it's kind of what like animal crossing is to nintendo it's not like one of their flagship titles but it's still a beloved series um so uh and and just a general overview in case you haven't played any of the phoenix wright games or ace attorney games i should say uh you play as a lawyer um a defense lawyer i should say and you're uh, taking on cases and basically like uh, battling the the prosecutor and proving people innocent. That's that's your that's the main premise of the game. Uh, gameplay wise, it's a uh, visual novel, which is interesting to think because most other visual novels that you would think of are like dating sims or or something like that. But but this definitely fits the visual novel moniker because. Uh, it's a lot of text-based. It's yeah. If you like a lot of action in games, you're not gonna like Phoenix Wright. Uh, it's just a lot of text, and then the game aspect of it comes when you uh, are are usually given a choice. Uh, but also uh, d- during the cases, the the witnesses will give testimony, and you'll have to uh, uh, find a contradiction in the testimony. So how, how that happens is, is their, their testimony is, is broken down into like five or six parts, usually, uh, one sentence each. And you, and you have access to the, the court record. So you have access to all the evidence. And what you need to do is match the contradictory evidence to the specific part of the testimony and that's how you uh that that, i would say that's like the main part of the game i would say uh 
and then you say your your standard objection or hold it and in that way you you progress the game you you progress the trial forward and blah 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 so so that's like the main idea of the game and it's not that cut and dry sometimes you have to do other things and, and there's also an investigation part of of the game too which isn't as exciting as actually being in a trial i i always like the, the the trial parts better than the try to find out what's going on outside the courtroom parts but um so a little bit of my background whoo, uh, i discovered uh phoenix Wright um when i, I first got my 3ds which was pff, like six years ago, maybe seven. And uh, I had Fire Emblem Awakening. And I was looking in the eShop and I saw this new Ace Attorney game and I liked the art style of it. Uh, and, you know, the art style is just like, you know, anime art style since there isn't much action in it. So you, you can kind of uh, do a lot with the, with the cartoon art style. And... Um, I was like, I've heard of this series, but, uh, you know, they have a demo out. It was for Phoenix Wright uh, Dual Destinies. And I, so I downloaded the demo, and I played it, and, and you basically play the first case, or a, a truncated version of the first case. And I was like, this is a really cool gameplay mechanic. I, I've never seen anything like it. And so I, I was like, I'll keep that on the back burner. And I'm not exactly sure what happened after that, but... Uh, somewhere along the line, I decided to buy Dual Destinies and download it to my 3DS. And also somewhere along the line, I, I got, uh, the first Phoenix Wright game, which, which was, I just, it was just called Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. And I started playing that. And I believe I played Dual Destinies and the original Ace Attorney at the same time, which made, you know, playing Dual Destinies a little complicated because, it's much farther down the line in the story, uh, and um, so, so I, I kind of want to replay Dual Destinies now that I kind of understand a lot more of what happened before it. Uh, but um, so, uh, since then, I played I played them all the way through. I played one. I like my order is uh, like one and five simultaneously, then two, three, four, six. So, yeah, uh, kind of a weird order, but I tried to go in order as much as I could. Um, uh, so there was kind of the main trilogy of Phoenix Wright being the main character, and then, then the fourth one, which is Apollo Justice, who's a, like, up-and-coming, because there's a time skip between three and four. And so you have to have, like, a, a young protagonist again, of course, because, you know, heaven forbid having an older protagonist. Um, and so... Uh, he he kind of takes the the reins for four and and especially six as well, uh, and, and then yeah so um, and then a, another character joins in five, uh, and she's on for that. Uh, so yeah, that's enough kind of general information. I'll get into it a little bit later, but that that's how I kind of discovered it, and I've kind of been waiting to do an episode on Phoenix Wright until I finished Spirit of Justice, which was number six. Uh, and I just finished that, so I can talk about it fresh. So here we go. Let's talk about the original trilogy, shall we? Okay, so the original trilogy, which were all for the Nintendo DS, uh, were Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney was the first one. The second one was called uh, uh, 
Justice for All, and the third one was called Trials and Tribulations. Uh, they were all interesting because, you know, you had this courtroom mechanic where uh, it would it would tell the story. And, you know, most like crime shows or court dramas, you realize who the real killer was or you realize the mystery uh, throughout the court proceedings, which is really uh, unrealistic of how uh, things in the courtroom actually go. But it makes for a more interesting story. When, like, everybody realizes, like, oh, the real killer is this person and not actually this person. So that's that's every trial. That's literally every trial in the Phoenix Wright universe. Uh, not just the first three. But I, I want to talk about the first three because, you know, they're, they're considered the first trilogy. They didn't really plan on making any past that. But because of the the good reception, they they did. Uh, so uh, in, in the first three, if you don't know much about the, the series... You play as a, a fledgling lawyer, and and uh, in in the second case, the, the the first case after the tutorial in the first game, uh, your mentor and, and your boss, the the one who heads the law firm, uh, gets murdered, and her younger sister is accused of the murder, and, and you as as the protagonist as Phoenix Wright. Uh, have to um, defend her, defend her sister. And, and her sister, whose name is Maya Faye, uh, becomes kind of your assistant as you start up like the new law firm, as you kind of pick up where your boss left off. Uh, and so that's kind of, you're, you're kind of thrown into it, basically. And you're, you're kind of like questioning like, oh, what, where do I go from here? But, but uh, to kind of, yeah, carry on a legacy you decide to like keep going with your your lawyering, and so um, the first game like as as itself is, is interesting because it, you have kind of this rivalry with with this uh, former childhood friend of Phoenix Wright's named Miles Edgeworth, who is a very cool character. He's a very cool rival. I will say that the 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 rivalries in this game in these series. The, between like you as a defense lawyer and the prosecutors are really really done well. I, I have to admit that. And so you two have like this kind of thing where uh, <coughs> you you knew each other in like elementary school, and um, but uh, you you learn by the end. You learn a lot more about Miles Edgeworth, the prosecutor, his uh, his background, and and. and you know, throughout the the cases that you that you work on, uh, I don't even remember what the cases are. There are usually like four or five cases per game, which doesn't seem like much, but it but it takes a while to get through them. Uh, you know, there's a lot of story to be gleaned from them. It's like a it's like a crime show or a mystery show where a little bit is revealed at a time, and even throughout the first game, a, a little bit is revealed at a time about Miles Edgeworth and his past, and, and you realize that. Uh, there was a case in the past where, um, uh, uh, like his father was, was killed and, uh, someone was wrongfully accused of his, uh, of his murder. And so the last case of the first game, you find out who the real murderer was and I won't give spoilers, but, uh, you, it's a, it's a twist. It's a twist. So, um, and then you gain a little respect from, from Edgeworth, which is kind of cool. Kind of see that relationship 
uh, it's really fun to see that relationship, I guess. Um, also the music was pretty iconic and especially like in the last case, I remember being like, that was what immersed me, even though it was like a JPEG background with like an anime figure in, in front of it, uh, uh, talking to you with text. Like the music is what really got me, especially the first three games, the first four games really, because the fourth was done in the same kind of style. Um, so second game was kind of, kind of nondescript, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, it was interesting that Maya got kidnapped at the end. <laughs> Something that's revisited in the sixth game, unfortunately. Um, and, and you have to save her, and, and you have to basically uh, convict the murderer, but also turn the murderer's, like, uh, hitman against the murderer, which is kind of cool. Um, and something I didn't, I couldn't really follow when I played it the first time. Uh, you also uh, visited a circus, so that's a thing. And there wasn't really any overarching story in the second one, which I think is why a lot of people don't like it, how it kind of seemed like a uh, <coughs> a uh, not-as-good sequel. Uh, especially since um, the, the first case of the second game, you, you kind of got the idea that there would be some overarching story, but there isn't. There isn't really. Um, so the third game, third game was really good story-wise, from a narrative perspective, because you you go into a flashback where you you meet, uh, where, where you play as Phoenix Wright's mentor, the one who died in the first game. Uh, you play as her first case, and then you realize that there's kind of this uh, history between uh, Mia, that's, that's his boss's name, and uh, Phoenix, and uh, Phoenix's uh, soon-to-be girlfriend. And uh, you, you realize that throughout the game that, oh, there's, there's more stuff that's going on. And also there's this thing called spirit channeling, which I should mention, that uh, if it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it, it's, it's being willfully possessed by a dead person, I guess is the best way to look at it. And that the third game and the sixth game, especially go really into detail about how it works, and, and it's really, really complicated about how it works, too. Especially the last case of the third game and the last case of the sixth game. It gets really complicated. Uh, but I, I'll spare you the details a little bit. But basically, there are a bunch of spirit mediums, people who can sp channel spirits, and you don't know who's channeling who, <laughs> uh, and so you don't know who's, who's really doing the murdering. And, uh, oh, that was kind of an interesting thing in the, in the second game where you had a trial that, that kind of introduced that topic that, uh, you had to defend Maya from being accused of murder. And you had to kind of ask the question, like, if she was channeling a spirit, uh, if she was channeling somebody else, should she still be held accountable for the murder that spirit commits, you know? And so that, that question was addressed in the third game and also the sixth game. Uh, so, yeah, the third game was uh, Trials and Tribulations, and that had more of an overarching story because uh, you realize that this girl that had history with Phoenix and his boss, uh, you know, <coughs> I don't want to get too much into the details, but basically, like, she had a twin, and also she was related to another person in, this, in the series, and also uh, she 
made a pact with somebody else so that when she died, she would go into somebody as a spirit channel and uh, kill somebody else, which made it really complicated. But but basically, it, it had a full story, which was really fun, uh, really interesting, and uh, also really complicated, but also, like, uh, it got more into the, the nitty-gritty of... Um, uh, uh, spirit channeling and also like phoenix and maya's relationship it got into that too um so yeah that, that's what i think about the original trilogy i thought it was really good just um you know you, you kind of get an overarching story just because like phoenix becomes this uh you know he gets more caring and more like selfless as a lawyer and it's it's this complete story i guess of like you, you kind of get a, a, a sense of closure from the very first trial where where his boss dies, his like boss and mentor and friend dies, and uh, then you, you kind of get closure from that because she had been kind of holding something secret that she knew and, and that Phoenix finally figured it out at the end of the third game. So um, I would recommend it. It's, you know, the graphics are not as good. But like I said, the the music is pretty immersive. the The characters are fairly well written. I I played the English games, and and they each have their own like, uh, ticks and their own personalities, which are very well written. And it it builds suspense, even if it's not a very fast paced game. I would recommend it. It's it's a nice game to chill to. It's a nice game like if you have an hour or two at night or something. Because usually I would play them at night, and uh, that that would be kind of fun because I would kind of look over my shoulder a little bit if something was happening, uh, you know, and maybe I got a different experience than the typical gamer, but, uh, you know, I would recommend them just to try it out. The gameplay is interesting. It's not a very fast game, but it's 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 a narrative story, and the narrative story is, is really interesting once you get into it. Um, so next I'm going to talk about uh, the next couple games. So the Ace Attorney series likes to do the thing where uh, a case will come up that will unearth new evidence or, or a new perspective on a case that happened uh, a long time before. Uh, so uh, that happened in the first game, that happened in the third game, that happened in the fourth game, that happened in the fifth game, that happened in the sixth game. Okay, so it's a fairly common <laughs> thing, right? And it's usually in the last case, the finale of the game, where... You know, something happened seven years ago, and this person was accused of it. Uh, but then, you know, you as the main character are like, but wait, something different actually happened. And, you know, this person was set up, and this person was actually the murderer. So the, that was a very big theme in the fourth one specifically. The fourth one was called Apollo Justice Ace Attorney, where it introduced a new character... And uh, Capcom was trying to uh, basically pull a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! Where, where they wanted a, a new series, a new trilogy, uh, with a new character. With, and so they made a, a time skip of, um, uh, of between the end of the third game and the beginning of the fourth game. They made a seven-year time skip. And in that time... Uh, Phoenix Wright is actually wrongfully accused of forging evidence, so he, he loses his lawyership. He, he has to step down from a, being a lawyer, 
And uh, then also in that time, like, you meet uh, Trucy, who was a daughter of a magician in a big magician troupe. And uh, her dad is, is murdered, or actually, no. Well, I'll, I'll get into that later. Her dad dies, basically. And um, Phoenix uh, takes her in and adopts her. So, uh, you know, coming into the fourth game, you, you meet Phoenix, who, who is in a hoodie and a, and a beanie. Uh, you know, very different from his blue, his bright blue suit. Uh, and, and you play as this, as Apollo Justice, who's a, who's a new attorney and, um, you, you, you work for Phoenix Wright, basically. You work for his agency, even though Phoenix Wright can't practice law, you can. And so you're, you're basically solving throughout the game, uh, what happened seven years before that caused Phoenix Wright to lose his, his lawyership, I guess, um. And so you you eventually solve that at the end of the game, but that but that's a main theme throughout the entire game, because the case also involves the murder of, uh, like the members of Trucy's dad's magician troop, and so you you find out kind of justice for her dad, and uh, so it's it's really interesting. Uh, that was probably the best game narrative wise, and especially the last case. It was kind of this, it was weird, because it was like this computer simulation kind of kind of thing, where Phoenix Wright appears and he's like, I'll be your guide as you discover more information about this case. Um, but then it's later given that, oh, Phoenix just told Apollo everything that happened. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. What I think of it, though, I, I really liked it. It definitely filled in a lot of holes that I had about Dual Destinies because Apollo and Trucy are in it and you're kind of expected to know, you know, their background. So I didn't know a lot the first time I played 5, but then playing 4 filled in a lot of the gaps. Uh, 4 was really interesting. The, the music was good. The prosecutor was really cool. Uh, you know, the, they, they introduced a new mechanic where you... Uh, you have this bracelet that kind of senses when people are lying. You, you kind of sense people's nervous tics. And, and what happens is, is like this eye, this, this circle comes over the screen and with a zoom in on the person who's, who's lying. And uh, you have to basically like scroll around their body and see where they like are, where their nervous tick is, uh, which, you know, didn't really work at the time. It's it was a lot better in later games when they could actually have like the three D modeling, that that the animation wasn't like three frames, you know. So it didn't really work that well in in, in the fourth game, in this game, but you know it was an interesting attempt. So I got to give them credit for that. Uh, and uh, you know, the story I thought was like the most. Uh, I don't know what's the word. It's made sense all in a main thing. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's the most, uh, uh, cause some of the cases, some of the cases in the other games were kind of out there and they were kind of just there to be there, but, uh, just to add another chapter in the game. But with, with Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney, 
it seemed like every case was there for a reason. You learned a little bit more about Trucy's past, a little bit more about Phoenix's past in each case. So it felt more like everything was supposed to be there for a reason. So you learned a lot more about, about that. Uh, okay, Dual Destinies. Let's talk about that. Um, you have uh, a new character, Athena, who's kind of cool, and she, she focuses on psychology, so you get a new gameplay mechanic where you, you can sense emotions in <coughs> uh, while people are giving their testimony in court, and uh, if there's an inconsistent one, you can point that out and ask why. You know, why did you feel happy when he... Uh, when uh, rubble was falling all over you. Uh, so you can ask that. And it's actually kind of interesting because it, it has an overarching story, too, of uh, one of the courtrooms blowing up. There's a bomb set in the courtroom, and it blows up. Um, actually, it blows up twice, if I'm not mistaken. There's, there's like, two bombs or something like that. Um, <coughs> and uh, Apollo is hurt in that. So that's why you kind of have to take the take the reins of Athena uh, who's the new character uh, and you have to uh, kind of play as her for a while but you also play as Phoenix Wright who, who got his his lawyership back and so he's back in the fray and um, so uh, yeah you're, and then Apollo kind of goes off by himself uh, and you kind of find out why eventually um but Dual Destinies was really interesting because it, it it they redrew the models. They did everything where, like, everything was now 3D. Uh, so that made it a lot more fun to do Apollo's little minigame with the circle uh, because people actually had interesting animations and interesting nervous tics. Uh, so, um, yeah. And and then you, you have this kind of relationship between Athena and... And the prosecutor of that game, uh, Simon Blackwell. Uh, and then also, it's really interesting because Apollo goes off. And uh, you, you kind of see him again with, like, you know how, like, the, the it's the standard, like, you know, regal thing where someone will wear a coat but not put their arms in the sleeves? Uh, Apollo does that and also wears an eye patch. Because he uh, he he senses Athena lying during like the last half of the game, and so he doesn't want to see her lying, so he puts a eye patch over his eye. It's it's kind of complicated. It's weird. People have supernatural powers in this game, and it's not that consistent. So that's that's one thing about this this series. Um, so yeah. So then you have. Um, uh, yeah, and you have that foreshadowing there because he's dressed like his foster father who you meet in the next game, which is really interesting. So I'm going to be talking about that next. But Dual Destinies as a whole, I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. The, the cases didn't really have too much to do with each other, but I don't think they were wanting to do that, really. And also they had cutscenes with voiced cutscenes, which are kind of cool. Um so next I'm going to be talking about Spirit of Justice, which I just played. So it's fresh on the mind, and it deserves its own section. So, Phoenix Wright, Spirit of Justice, is the sixth game in the Ace Attorney series. And uh, it marked the return of Maya Fey, because you hadn't seen her for two games uh, ever since the time skip between the third and fourth game. 
so you got to see her again, and it, that was kind of cool. Um, and uh, Phoenix Wright goes to this other country, the Kingdom of Kurine, uh, and uh, to uh, to meet Maya there. And then he's caught up in this in uh, this uh, kind of backwards culture where uh, defense lawyers are are synonymous with criminals, and there's actually like a kind of a uh, a lot of uh, corruption in the government, and so he has to kind of challenge that a little bit by being the only defense lawyer in in the country to take on cases. Uh, and meanwhile, Apollo and Athena are doing their own thing uh, back in uh, <laughs> where they were in the United States in the American version and in Japan in the Japanese version. Interesting how that works. Um, so yeah, that's the basic premise of it, and, and you get a lot more uh, spirit channeling stuff. It actually gets pretty complicated in the last case. Um, but but yeah, it, it kind of follows this where you have Phoenix doing... Phoenix solving a case in Kurine. Then it switches back over to Apollo and Athena solving a case in where they are, in the U.S. or Japan, wherever. Um, and then it switches back and forth. But then... It's interesting because it kind of throws a little plot twist in there where then you suddenly you play as Apollo again after uh, you, you've just played as him and uh, you find out that, you know, there's this is the last chapter. There's going to be a revolution in Kurine. And, and um, so you find out that Apollo's past was uh, his father died in a fire and... Um, uh, th this guy, Dirk, spelled with an H, uh, took him in and raised him as his own son for, like, ten years or whatever. Um, and, uh, but then, after Apollo left for the United States, he, uh, they kind of fell out of contact, and, uh, then, uh, Dirk became kind of a, a rebel, a, a revolution leader, so he couldn't really do much, and then... Yeah, it's it's a complicated story, let me tell you. It's probably my favorite of the games, to be honest, just because everything pulls together in that last that last case. Um and it's definitely centric on Apollo. Let me make that clear. They they did not use the word justice in the title for nothing. Uh, especially toward the last case you realize that. You you learn a lot more about his past and uh Unfortunately, uh, he and Trucy still do not know the main secret that Phoenix Wright is keeping from them, uh, which I will not divulge in this, but you as a, as a player uh, know that at the end of the fourth game. Um, so they still do not know uh, this secret. But um, yeah, so uh, it, it, this new game introduces this new thing called Divination Seances, where you basically see the, uh, um, what is it? The, you, you basically see the last moments of the victim, which is kind of interesting because that was literally the, the inciting incident of the entire series, let me, let me make clear, was because, you know, that, that case that you had to solve that, that implicated, uh, that, that, uh, Miles Edgeworth's dad was the was uh, the victim. That case 
involved something very, very similar, where they consulted a spirit medium, and um, but they didn't get the whole story. So it, it wasn't even mentioned in, in this game, unfortunately. But I was thinking of it, so that's the important part. Um, so you have that, and then you have also these... Uh, probably the most interesting part of this game was you had these characters who you find out later on are uh, more related than you might think. And um, there's some family issues uh, also, because you have like the, the crown princess who, who kind of follows you around and becomes basically your assistant, but is also kind of spoiled. And, and, and she learns of like uh, her past and her mother's past and her her extended family's past so it, it kind of she kind of has to come into her own and, and realize like what am I actually doing here who, what is the right way um, and then you have the prosecutor who is the biological son of the former queen and the revolution leader if that doesn't complicate you I don't know what will um, so yeah I, I really liked that they like interwove this um narrative for like you know what if we made this person the sister of this person <laughs> it kind of seemed like at the storyboard meeting where they were like what if this is this and it kind of seemed that way where they just kind of uh added twist after twist uh to the game it, it was it was paced very well because you learn these little twists along the way and and they're kind of surprising but they they just kind of build on each other which was really cool. Uh, yeah, this series is, is pretty good at that, at the pacing, I will say. Um, so, let's see. Uh, it has a different ending, too, which it, it kind of had a lot of closure, to be honest, as far as Apollo's storyline goes. So I'm interested to see what the next iteration of Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, will be. If Athena will be kind of the central character, or if we'll see another character, or what. So, I don't know. But, um, or if Trucy will, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, those are kind of my thoughts on Spirit of Justice. I really like the characters in it. Dats is cool. Dirk is cool. Uh, the spirit channeling is complicated. Uh, there's always a supernatural element. It's never just simply courtroom stuff. But I like that. I kind of like that. You have to realize that, oh, this person could actually channel this other dead person and... But this other person could have also channeled that dead person. So that gets complicated. But like all courtroom dramas, it is meant to be complicated. Um, music was pretty good too. I liked it. Uh, you know, just the, the when you see like a revolution going on, it's, it's kind of a cool, cool thing. And you have to tackle it in a court of law. And that was done not very shoehorned, which was nice because... You know, you have something like uh, Pokemon or, or Yu-Gi-Oh! where, like, these um, these uh, 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 conflicts are solved with a, a card game or a Pokemon battle when, like, obviously in the real world that wouldn't be solved that way. Um, but this is different because this is in a courtroom battle where you you basically find out who the real murderer of, of somebody is, especially that last case where you're basically like your your goal is to um like remove the queen from power 
and it's it's not done in a forced kind of way. It's done like as a like, oh, how can we prove that the queen has no power here? How can we prove that she actually is you know uh, as corrupt as the revolution says she is? It's 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 done fairly well. I will admit that. Um, okay, so yeah, those are my thoughts on Spirit of Justice. I you you definitely need to play all the other games in succession though. That's definitely like the the one game you need to play all the others to, to play uh, before. So, yeah. So next I'm going to talk about the Prosecutors. So in all six games of the Attorney, of the Ace Attorney series, uh, there is not a main Prosecutor that I don't like, which is really cool, I think. Um, so each game had a different, uh, like, main Prosecutor. Uh, the, the, in, there will usually be a case at the beginning of each game where it'll be kind of a tutorial and there will be like a, a kind of st- stupid prosecutor. But then like in the second case, they'll introduce like that main opponent, that main uh, uh, antagonist for, for the game. And, and, and most of them, it, it's cool because it, it does a good job humanizing them and you realize like why they're there and, uh, you know, you realize they're not the main antagonist. It's usually somebody behind them or, or a situation happens where they have to be the antagonist, um, which, which is cool. I, I really like that. I really like that they're given their own stories. And even though they're kind of seen as the main bad guy throughout most of the game, it kind of throws that on its head toward the end of the game. Um, so Miles Edgeworth, uh, especially when you realize that, like, oh, he's the victim here. He's the one you have to defend at the end of the game and then he becomes like head prosecutor or chief prosecutor or chief is chief of his own division or something so he gets a lot of power and actually helps you a lot throughout the next few games he even taking on your role at the end of the third game actually which is which is really cool to watch um uh francisca von karma oh i really liked her i really liked her her uh design uh her kind of speaking habits and i know in the american version of the game she's from germany but in the japanese version of the game she's from america uh so uh, and she has a whip which you know (coughs) take that what you will um (laughs) the third one was really interesting because it's someone from mia's past that's kind of a spoiler i'm sorry uh it's someone that you've kind of met before um but it's someone who has like a, a vendetta against Phoenix Wright, and it's really interesting to see that kind of come to fruition. Uh, in the fourth one, it, it in the fourth one it's really interesting because it, it kind of pulls a Pokemon, where a Pokemon Diamond and Pearl I should clarify, or Pokemon uh, uh, Ruby and Sapphire really, where the 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 rival, so the prosecutor is not really a, a an antagonist but a friend. Uh, so that kind of turned it turned the trope on its head. Uh, von Clavier, uh, Clavier, right? No, Clavier. Uh, oh man, I can't remember his name. He's the guy in the like maroon suit with the long hair. He's the, he's also the rock star. And also, his twin brother was a lawyer, but also did some shady stuff. Um, anyway, I, I I did like him though. I liked his character. I liked that he was kind of. Like this is just my day job, I, I like that. I like that this is this is kind of just a hobby. I can do uh, lawyering anytime I want, but you know this is just for fun. Um, 
the fifth one, uh, Simon Blackwell, was really interesting because he was like a, a, a convicted felon who was allowed to do this. But then at the end of the at the end of Dual Destinies, you kind of uh, take on his case and why he was convicted, and and you uh, kind of try to exonerate him a little bit. Uh, and then uh, he's actually in the sixth game too. As, as kind of a an assistant or a, a helper to to Athena and, and you learn more of their relationship and how they knew each other a lot uh, a long time ago and and how that has kind of uh, come to be um, and he's he also has like the the his design is pretty cool because he's like black and white and he uh, well okay his design is black and white because he has black and white hair and kind of has like a monochrome clothing style and he has like this old timey samurai uh, uh, way of talking, kind of, which is kind of cool, kind of different from everybody else. Um, I'd like to see him interact with uh, Von Karma, though, Francisca. That would be interesting. Um, uh, then you have Nayuda Sadmati, who, you know, like I said before, is the son of a of a queen and former revolution leader. <laughs> so, uh, not former, but, but yeah. So, uh, and he's like this really like laid back emotionless monk. Uh, and his design is really cool because it's really bright colors. He like wears white. His, his hair is, is silver and he has kind of this halo of fabric, uh, floating around him. Uh, and, and he always takes it like the, uh, the way he talks is kind of like, uh, you know, kind of making fun of religion, but also it's kind of intimidating where you have like this, it is the Holy Mother's will, now just accept it and move on kind of thing. It's it's really kind of creepy and, and, and induces hopelessness a little bit. Uh, but I really like his design too, and I like how he interacts with, with Simon Blackwell in the sixth game where they, they, they're interactions is, is really funny really entertaining i wish we could have seen a little more of that um yeah i wish we could have seen all the prosecutors interact with each other that would have been really interesting uh but yeah all the prosecutors i think i i, I like i i like all the different prosecutors uh, sometimes they it seems like their characters are more developed than uh the main characters than the protagonists because uh, they all have like these this kind of dark past or something happened to wrong them or or something that that caused them to go down that kind of negative path because none of them are really that uh positive except for or Cl except for clavier um and even then he's a little bit like uh you know i kind of vengeful toward for, toward phoenix a little bit um, you kind of learned that later on in the game, but, but yeah, so, uh, I really liked all the prosecutors that I, I would, they're, they're honestly like, they're kind of the, 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 the Batman villain equivalent where a, a lot of people have said that you don't watch Batman for Batman, you watch Batman for the villains. And, and with Ace Attorney, it's, it, I feel like it's very similar where you're like, oh, who's going to be the prosecutor for this game? Oh, who's going to be the, the cool character for this game? So I really hope they keep that up if they make more games. Uh, I, I, I really, you know, that's that's one of the most interesting parts of the games, I think, is to know more about, is to learn more about the prosecutors and how they came to be a prosecutor. 
that's that's always very interesting. Okay, so those are all my thoughts on Ace Attorney. Sorry if I didn't really give too many personal thoughts about them, rather than just kind of explaining the story. The stories are actually very complicated, and I would recommend playing them to anybody, and I apologize if I gave out any spoilers, um, but it's kind of tough to explain the premise of some of the games without going into spoilers a little bit. Um, so, final thoughts. Uh, the anime. Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, I've seen the first season, which covers the first two games, and uh, I think I kind of share the same opinion as a lot of other people, where the animation seems a little choppy compared to other anime, and, uh, you know, I, I saw the dub, and I can't imagine what hoops they had to go through to use the same names as in the English versions of Phoenix Wright, because they, they had all those, you know, if you think about it, they're all different companies, so they had to go through a lot of different hoops to, to use those same names. So kudos to them, congratulations to them to getting, you know, using Phoenix Wright instead of uh, uh, Ryo, I don't remember what his name is in Japanese, um, Naruhodo something, I don't remember. But, um, so... Uh, yeah, you have um, the anime, they're, they're in their third season right now, or they just finished their third season, and they're probably going to make more. So, you know, even though a lot of people don't really like it because of the animation style, I think it's doing pretty well. So I plan on watching the second season, hope it gets better, and, you know, with, with this kind of uh, medium, you kind of have to rush the cases and the investigations a little bit just because the games are so much longer than the than the anime. And especially if you're putting, what, like six or seven cases in a 24-episode framework, you have, to, you have to rush it a little bit. So you have like three episodes per, per case, I think it was, um, with a like filler episode about them as kids. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I kind of like it. It definitely focuses on Phoenix and Edgeworth's relationship, which is really cool. I, I really appreciate that, which uh, the games didn't really do as much of. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think uh, it's it's all right. It, if you like, you know, I I'm a sucker for, you know, courtroom uh, stories. So Phoenix Wright is right in my uh, ballpark. So I, I really like that. So if you if you like that kind of stuff, I would consider checking out the anime. Or yeah, actually actually if you're interested in trying out the games, watch the anime first. And if that piques your interest, then play the games. Um but again, like don't watch the whole anime if you've been planning on playing the games because they're spoilerful. <laughs> obviously. Um so yeah, those are my thoughts on the Ace Attorney series. I I really enjoyed them. They're they're long games. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you because sometimes there have been times where I'm like, okay, let's just get to the point. Let's just reveal that inf information to me. Get me back in the courtroom so I can convict some some guys or girls or whoever. Uh, so yeah, um, be best things about it. I really like the prosecutors. I really like the background of some of the characters. I really like the relationships of some of the characters. Uh, those are those are really really cool uh like especially like trucy and apollo or athena and and simon 
or Phoenix and, and Edgeworth are really cool relationships to look out for. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be it. So, uh, again, if you liked this podcast, uh, feel free to check out some of my other ones. Um, uh, my hero academia was a really popular one that you guys liked. Uh, also I think uh, the owl city one was a really popular one. I just kind of, this, this podcast is basically for me to talk about anything I want. It kind of began as a thing where I'm like, okay, let's, uh, since I'm not really good at long form talking, uh, I, I, this kind of became practice for that. So I'm just talking about things that I can talk about for a long time. And this happened to be one of them. So, uh, I don't know what the next episode will be, but, um, hopefully it'll be out soon. And thank you so much for watching. If you liked it or listening, sorry, if you liked it, go ahead and, and leave me a review or a rating just a rating that takes like two seconds to, uh, on iTunes or on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I would really appreciate it. That really helps me out. And that, and if you have any suggestions for things to do, uh, for things for me to do in future episodes of the podcast, you know, it started out for me to just kind of practice my talking for a long time, but I am flexible and I am open to doing anything that you would want me to do. So if you have a suggestion, excuse me, if you have a suggestion for something for me to do, don't hesitate to let me know. Uh, again, thank you so, so much. Uh, you make my world. And I will talk to you a little bit later. Bye. Objection. <laughs>